Yeah. Hey, I got the answers. I got the answers. I got the answers. Oh, you do? I got the answers. I got the answers. I got the answers. Okay, cool. They have the answers. We bout that action. We have facts. I'm with the mayor South Fortney. He say facts. Let's go. I got the answers. 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 Let's go. They have the answers. We bout that action. We have facts. Yeah, yeah, you heard that. You know what I'm saying? Y'all heard the intro. You did what I'm saying. Too hard. Too hard. Shout out to Jamin because that was off the strength. You know what I'm saying? I, I had promoted a, a a podcast one day and I think he shot back to me like, bro, I had already listened to it through, you know what I'm saying? And I had saw him one day and he, you know what I'm saying, words of encouragement. So, man. And, and he hit me and was like, hey, send me the beat and I'll do you, you know what I'm saying? Off the strength. That's love, y'all. That's what I've been preaching on my uh, podcast. You know what I'm saying? Giving back and doing all that. Rising black people up. Because I'll be better for it. My podcast will be better for it. So, shout out to Jamin. Pin game. You know what I'm saying? Pin game. Y'all go check out uh, everything he got going on music-wise. You know what I'm saying? One of the, one of, uh, one of the most solid rappers, singers, most talented person I've seen come out of South Florida. And that's saying a lot because there's a lot of music people who come out of South Florida. He really from Milwaukee, but you know what I'm saying? Started it started singing Happy Birthday to Girls on Facebook in South Fulton. So that's my boy man. Y'all rock with him, you know what I'm saying? And uh that leads me into my podcast, man. I had a great podcast last time about the Lectorial College. I hope some of y'all got a little bit informed on my perspective and, and why I like it and, and what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully I, I uh made you better for it. So my last podcast, the Electoral College, man, I had uh posted it and I got some feedback finally. So um I'm actually listening to y'all feedback. I know I tell y'all I don't, but somebody kinda told me, uh Dalen, you're amazing. Nobody's better than you. Oh wait, wrong comment. Hold on. So Mr. Kevin Kendrick <laughs> You know what I'm saying? He commented on mine and he said, uh, you know what I'm saying, you touched some good points regarding the swing states and all that. But he asked a a, a follow up question. And shout out to Kevin Kendrick because he's he's been listening from the beginning, I feel like. Uh, so that's pretty cool. But the question he proposes is, what would you propose if you had the opportunity and how would you ensure your plan proposal is regulated, followed? Wow. I think it's more than that. Playing devil's advocate here for a second. What? OK, yeah. So it starts right here. What does becoming a part of the political process look like for black people? And I think I saw that comment when I was driving. I was like, dang, that's a, a, a real question. I don't think nobody's ever really came back on my podcast and said, hey, what's a plan? And um, you got a lot of great leaders who say a lot of things in political realms. And, and during the campaign, they say, hey, this, that, and the third. And then when it's and you say, hey, what's the plan? And they just kind of say, uh, I don't want to be one of those guys at all. You know what I'm saying? So when, when he, he said it, he was like, whoa. I mean, when I read it, I was like, whoa, I, I got to really think about this. I got to really, you know what I'm saying? And then I started thinking, well, do I? Because I have kind of talked about it throughout the podcast, kind of the theme of this year, uh, the beginning three points. If y'all listen to the other podcast was attach yourself to organizations, get some money. And I can't remember the third one, but I, I'm pretty sure it has something to do with education, maybe get educated uh i can't remember off the top of my head but from what so the question is what does becoming a part of the political process look like for black people so last in my podcast i told you we need to get political stake okay 
So there's two parts to this. There's the part that we need to be worth coming to see. We need to be uh, spending money in the Democrat in the uh, Democratic Party or whatever party you feel like. Donate money to it. Once they start seeing that dollar go up and when you see uh, they have uh, fundraising events um, this year, they were a lot online where you could have fundraised to a specific candidate uh, or somebody. You know, what I'm saying every candidate needs money. So start actually donating to your candidates at like people who you believe in. Don't just say, hey, I believe in it. Give them some money because they're always going to need some money. And money usually helps determine the outcome of the race, usually because you can do more and make more of a message and create more. So one thing I say, if you see somebody from any level, local all the way up to um I don't want to say the wrong thing. It's not like federal, but you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, I'm educated. I don't even got to explain myself. You know what I'm talking about. You feel me? All the way up, every level. You know what I'm saying? Give back, give money so that they can do better and that they look and say, okay, well, um, South Fulton gives me a lot of money. South Fulton actually, uh, that black money, Atlanta, that black money, they give me a lot of money. Black money in Houston, they actually, this uh, president might say, hey, the next president, hey, they they gave me a lot of money. Uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, Charlotte, they call it Charlotte, like lit, you know what I'm saying? Because they say it's, it's on the rise. A lot of black people become a, a, a political focal point as a city first. You know what I'm saying? That's going to take collectively. That's not these these ideas aren't individually you do and and then it works. These are uh, community ideas that the community has to be invested for this to work. And the black community everywhere has to start donating money to their candidates so that the candidates say, hey, there's money there. I need to go campaign in Charlotte, North Carolina. I need to go to Atlanta, which is obvious. I need to go to Houston. I need to go to Chicago and actually kind of fix Chicago's problems because now that I'm seeing black people get money, I need to start fixing these black people so that they can get money. You know what I'm saying? That's how you get political state. Um, as well as, cause I'm still answering the first question. What does it become part of the political process look like for black people? So giving money, um, following that candidate, um, actually, uh, this is all past voting. Cause obviously you vote voting, voting is, is, is a big part of it as well. Um, we talked about that in the last podcast, but, um, more than that, it would be, I said the money. Okay. So that's point number one. And then we got point number two, hold your politicians accountable that's on every level local state federal i think that is the right word for it like hold them accountable when i say hold them accountable when they do something you don't like i think i got this from dave Chappelle, so i'm I'm not quoting right but we need to be this is weird about politics that they have divided us so much that they've made it seem to where the person that you can support does no wrong and you can't tell them that he did no wrong and you have to hate the person that's across the table and that's not necessarily politics politics is everybody from different point of views getting together to to solve one whoever is the smartest in the room gets the most that is what it is that is finessing that is also in politics but you have to come together and and make a you know what i'm saying you got to hold this person accountable just because you voted for him and he does something. You don't have to argue why he did it. You can say, hey, he messed up and I'm going to hold him accountable. You can also be at the town hall meetings when they're voting and talking about these things. You have to go and say, hey, no, my community feels like this because if they don't, they might not know what you feel. They're going to do what they feel. But remember, they work for you. You got to make them work. When I was in third, fourth grade, 
I think teachers caught on like Dalen. He's 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 smart, but he got ADD. It's not worth putting in the effort that you got to put in to teach Dalen. You know what I'm saying? You, you got to do a little more to teach Dalen. He's not necessarily slow, but he's just the attention span. You got to catch him, slow him down, deliver it in a certain message. You know what I mean? You got to do that. And teachers would kind of just say, hey, go to the side, Dalen. Around third, fourth grade, my dad um, was like, Dalen, you got to make these teachers work for you. They do what you, you know what I'm saying? You got to tell them, hey, no, I need it like this. I need my notes like this. I need this put in place. And then you go chain the command. She says no. You go to the principal. The principal is, dis- you know what I'm saying? You go up and up until they say, yeah. Because in positions that work for you, you got to make them work for you. You have to make them work for you. Listen, you have to make them work for you. Because if you don't, they will do whatever they feel like it. So when black people vote somebody in and then they don't follow until the next election, they in that four years, eight years, two years, whatever the term is, they could have done whatever. And you might not have liked it because you didn't hold them accountable. You have to be there at every decision made. You have to be there and say, hey, no, when you voted, you stood on these morals and that doesn't uh, reflect that. Hey, this does hurts this community. You said you would help this community. That doesn't. You said no. You have to be there in masses. And then. All the stuff that y'all say, oh, they did this under our nose. It doesn't become under the nose anymore. It becomes the known because everybody was there every step of the way. It gets harder to hide stuff and confuse the voter and, and confuse people if you're there and holding them accountable. OK, so tie that all in with uh, giving money, 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 money talks, money, like money talks. I work at Valet and. I'm going to teach y'all the game. If you ever sign up for valet, this is the game. The game is somebody pulls up and you kind of say, uh, hey, um, I'm kind of full right now. Right? I can't do this or, or it's a little tight. I don't know if I got a spot for you. You know, you got to you got to park all the guests. But the people who come in to see that girl and eat at the restaurant and I want to go shopping, you can say, hey, man, I don't, I don't got a spot for you, man. I got you got me. You might have to park downstairs. And, then you know, and, and then somebody might, you know, when they, they start, they pull out money and say, f- 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 you hear that? <laughs> you hear that? F- f- hey, well, actually, I think I got a spot for you. Um, if you throw me 40, you know what I'm saying? I ain't going to speak real prices on here because if I told you the numbers, you'd probably cry. You hear me? But if once they start counting cash, I say, hey, okay, I think I got a spot for you. I got you. Oh, you got a friend? You throw me a little. I got a spot for her. Family? Come on. I got Now I got spots because I saw the money. Money talks. So when black people start giving back money, they they will come. They will come. Okay. And hold them accountable. They will come. Now. You're not all the way in the political process, but you're in the door. Your foot's in the door. Now they're saying, hey, we got to pay attention to this person. Okay. Um, And then so those are my two points. Those are not all the two points, but those are kind of the two points. And this is we're going to keep touching on this topic and topics like because uh, that's what it is. And I know I've been giving you all breaks, but it's about to heat up. We kind of got a newer setup, so it's about to heat up. But. The third part of that, it says, what would you propose if you had the opportunity and how would you ensure that your plan proposal is regulated slash followed? Keep doing your thing, bro. Strong arm, strong arm. Shout out to you. Thank you for pushing me, making me better for doing this podcast. Actually, this podcast goes out to Jamin and Kevin Kendrick because I would have been getting ready for going to work, trying to save up my energy if I didn't have two people who believed in me, like Jamin, who made a podcast, and Kevin Kendrick, who gave me this long comment. So shout out to them. This is for y'all. 
That's why I'm answering the question. Um, and and this goes on. A lot of y'all don't know this, but I do want to kind of go into politics, obviously. Um, obviously, I'm charismatic. I'm the guy. Vote for me. Um, that's my pitch. Um, if you don't know, if you don't, you know what I'm saying? You feel like you got to know more past that. Hey, I might not be a guy. You know what I'm saying? But I want to run for um, maybe mayor, you know what I'm saying? Start low, start a uh, lower city council or whatever, work my way up. Um, I don't know how high I'll go up. That would be up to the Lord. Um, presidency, whatever, um, that would be up to the Lord, whatever my life looks like in the media, whatever, you know what I'm saying? I don't know, but I would like to be in politics. And two things that I realized observing the voter and the majority are usually dumb. And I hate to say that, but majority, the we've been in a time where I've grown up on Twitter and I've seen news and people perspective. The majority is not always right. The majority is based off of who gets their message off first. Usually the, the majority of is based off the people who get their message off first. I've seen a thousand arguments on Twitter that the majority has sided one way. And I've definitely looked at it and said that is not the right answer. I don't care what nobody says. I don't give uh, nothing if that tweet has two million tweets you just find two million people that's done there's a lot of people in this world so you know what i'm saying uh i realized that and i realized that if you're in power and when you start talking like this it gets a little tricky um but i i'm, I'm talking like this but I, i'm not a totalitarian type uh person you know what i'm saying i'm not a, a dictator but i do understand you have to make people follow certain rules and you do have to put in certain ordinances and, and and certain things so black people can live up to a certain standard and you're like what do you mean how can you do this um off the top of my head I'm, I'm not i don't know the rule books and all of that but i do understand that as a community you have to make them be better you have to put in certain structures and that's what you asked me how would i do that I guess I will put in certain ordinances that say uh, or or certain requirements or certain campaigns because, you know, certain cities have campaigns that you as a resident, as a house, uh, a homeowner in this community, homeowners. And uh, I'm I'm big on homeowners because obviously I've lived in a house that and I've seen homeowners and I've seen it work for them. So that's what I want. I don't know the, the rent life, but. I know gentrification and I know rent is not the right way. I know people who own their house cannot necessarily get gentrified. It's definitely harder. So people, homeowners, I would probably say, hey, if I'm the mayor of the city or city council and you're my you're in my district or whatever, and I say, hey, I'm going to make a requirement for if you're a homeowner, you have to go to a certain amount of meetings. You have to contact me a certain amount of time. And this is real. This is real strict. This might not get passed, but something of that sort, a campaign, a push, uh, commercials or ordinances or requirements, whatever to say, hey, in South Fulton, it's a requirement that if you live here, you have to go to a town hall meeting um, five times a year, six times a year, something like that. I, we have to force black people to, to be a part of the political process because they don't necessarily believe in it because it hasn't worked for them so we got to get their faith back we got to show them and if if anything highlight this year 
highlight the last campaign in this campaign and show them, hey, this is what's the difference in the Electoral College. This is how we won. Georgia turned blue. Highlight those wins so that they can say, hey, I actually see it working. I actually do believe in it. You know what I mean? You got to force people to kind of kind of put their nose in the dirt and say, hey, look, like pay attention. This is going. It works. We have to do this. So it is an uphill battle. But I want every black person in the world to walk how I walk. I want every black person in the world to feel how I feel. And when I mean that, I say, because of how invested my parents were in this community, I walk with a certain level of confidence from Camp Creek, Campbellton Cascade, all the way to Northside Drive and beyond almost until you get to about 14th Street. You know what I'm saying? From there, uh, airport, I walk with a certain level of confidence. I walk, I drive with a certain level of confidence past cops because I do no wrong. And I'm, I, I am who I am. I am who I am. And because of the foundation my parents have set, I walk a certain way in this world. And I want everybody everywhere to walk like that. I want every black person in every city to walk like that. I don't know how it feels to... I do like I I really do because cops and I've had my encounters with cops, but those were certain other city cops. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know how it feels to walk and and really be subjected to the 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 disenfranchisement. You know what I'm saying? Because we because they didn't get to us because my parents did a certain right. And I want everybody to do that right so that they're here. Okay, that's what basically this podcast is. The last podcast, when they get real political, I want everybody to walk and talk and live a certain life that you should be able to live. And that comes with being invested in the political system that comes with having political stake and having money. You have to have those things. You cannot be hood rich and they care about you. If you're hood rich, they will kill you and take your money or take you to court and take your money. If you educated, invested in the political system, homeowners and state knowledgeable, it's certain things that are harder to take in this world. It is unless you give it to them. It's certain things that are harder to take in this world. I want you on that side. I don't want you on the side that you're living check to check. And then when you get into a little trouble, you have nobody to call on higher up to, to vouch for you or you don't have no money to get out of this situation. I don't want you to live like that. I when I don't want you to live like when there's something going on in your school and you haven't been up there at the school or been in the community to reach out and help. I don't want you to live like that so that your kid falls to the wayside. Because if my parents weren't who they were or how structured how they structured me and our foundation, I would have failed to the wayside. I'm telling you. So I'm not telling you this to as hopes and wishes you know what i'm saying this these are or sort of facts okay so with all of that being said hopefully when you listen to this you just want to do the right thing you want to live a certain life you know what i'm saying you want i say that to say you you want to you should want to live like this and this is the way to live but if not, you will have to put in certain ordinances for black people to live at a certain standard. And then once we get into the 21 years, I guess it, and mass people, you know, say 21 days to make it happen, maybe 21 years. Maybe if we go through on a streak of 21 years of black luck, you know, what I'm saying an uphill and that's just 21 years. Then we will have a structured system and be a part of a political system. We can change this world ASAP. All right. You just got to listen to the podcast and for the world to notice you got to share it with the world 
So share my podcast. You know what I'm saying? Listen to Eric. Share it out. You know what I'm saying? Say, hey, I got this dope dude. Listen to this track. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be at uh, the gas station, the Chevron on North Side. Not North Side. On North Drive or North Ave. Is it North Ave? North Ave. Pushing my, my podcast out the uh, back of the Nissan from, you know what I'm saying? Uh, from my... 8 to 8 to 11 o'clock you hear me y'all meet me there better yet beat me there all right no i'm really not going there so don't go but thanks for listening share my podcast you know what i'm saying and uh thanks for believing in me shout out to pen and kevin